la 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 screen peeking bop 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 hey everybody welcome to episode 33 of screen peeking a weekly podcast where ziggy and i get together to talk about video games and anything video game related uh on today's show we're going to be talking about all kinds of things such as uh, our e3 predictions uh things we're looking forward to hearing about from the you know the big three microsoft sony playstation over the summer um, maybe even other other studios and uh and more so uh without further ado ziggy let's just jump right into uh how have you been doing uh we took a week off just kind of mm-hmm. relaxed enjoyed some of the sun that was really nice i enjoyed it um oh, what yeah. have you been playing this week what have you been up to yeah so uh this week i've I've been playing some interesting games i so this one i was gonna talk about a few weeks ago i'm not playing it as much this week um but i forgot to talk about it then and i want to talk about it so it's called uh fantasian um and it is a mobile game on apple arcade which i resubscribed to apple arcade to play this game because oh. it is i thought it looked really cool it is a very classic jrpg um made by the original creator of final fantasy um and i really like it so it's when it first got revealed it's the sort of thing where i thought it looked really neat and i had this feeling like it sucks it's only on mobile because i'd rather play this on like my xbox or whatever um but after playing it i think it actually is really really well suited to the platform it's on um just because like it's the, the the controls and everything super smooth, but also it's this perfect thing of it is a great game to sit down and play for like fifteen minutes, like get through some battles, like get through some dialogue, do a quest or something, and then stop. Like I've just been playing it on my lunch breaks and stuff at work, and and, and it's super super fun for that. Like for what it is, it's not like the most complex or crazy JRPG I've played by a long shot, and a lot of that is because it has a lot of kind of late 90s early 2000s jrpg game design in it with like random encounters and stuff like that but i think it does it in a way that feels really modern and cool where um the the random encounters for example because i feel like i've said that in the show that i i really don't like that as a mechanic but it does this cool thing where you can turn on this device that basically like warps all your random encounter enemies to like another dimension like a pocket (laughs) dimension and then but it fills up over time and so before it gets too full, you can activate a single battle against all those enemies at once, basically. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so <laughs> it basically, instead of just a bunch of easy battles over and over again, you just get one really intense hard battle that you can have whenever, pretty much, just like whenever you feel like it. Um, and that adds, and you can turn that on or off if you want, which I, th- I really like that as an option. So I've been doing that, and it makes it more fun because mm-hmm. I don't have to be like, every time <laughs> I step on something and I have to go into another boring battle. I wish I could do that um, in Pokemon. <laughs> I know, right? And and it's, it's such a smart system because then you're not just removing random battles entirely. Like, it still has the game mm-hmm. design behind that, but in a way that's just less annoying. Um, and the thing that really drew me to the game is the art in it where it uses a sort of Final Fantasy VII style pre-rendered backgrounds thing. But instead of just like pre-rendered CG, it's all actual photos of like a diorama of the entire world that they made. So it's oh. like... Oh, it's yeah. Really okay, so I did cool... hear about this. Uh, yeah, yeah probably forgot, yeah. but that's bringing yeah. back memories. Yeah, but it has this really cool sort of like miniature look to it that I think is really neat. Like almost sort of akin to something like the um, Link's Awakening remake, but 
a little bit less toyish, and also it's actually like real dioramas. It's it's mm-hmm. a, it's got a really cool look to it. I just pulled um, up a trailer in the background while you talked more. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I'm cool. just done talking about okay. that. But yeah, okay. like you can look here with the way it is actual photos that it all transitions. And I just wanted it's, to it's see really the dioramas. Cool. <laughs> I was like, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. And then like the combat, yeah, it's right here. It's got a cool system where you can sort of like touch where you're aiming your attack i guess so if there's a big group of enemies you can hit like three or four guys at once um it's it's cool i like it a lot and yeah here's showing what i was talking about with like the random encounters that's Um, a sweet looking mobile game actually or no you said yeah and you said an apple arcade mobile game yeah yeah Damn it, so I it's only on iphone unfortunately yeah (laughs) yeah which i i wish it wasn't on apple arcade like i wish i could just buy it because i don't really want to keep subscribing to it mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's a cute little game uh i've been playing bug snacks too uh which actually i've been streaming bug snacks um so you can watch me play a bit of that um but uh now i really like that too i, I probably i probably won't talk about that as much i just think it's it does really cute little environmental puzzles with all the bug snacks and tells mm. a weirdly emotionally deep story with a bunch of muppets and also has really good queer representation i should say which is not something i was expecting going i in, didn't like, expect to hear that yeah like is it there the strawberry? Is... no just kidding. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's like two characters who realize are, are gay for each other and, and that's a mm-hmm. cool moment and also um there's like a very well presented non-binary character and all these things that you just don't often see in games and it's just it's good to see um and then uh finally i finished up dusk which is an incredible game uh <laughs> my opinion on that kind of went from yeah it's, a, it's pretty good um to my god this game is amazing everyone should play it um and uh i actually will have something to say about that game fairly soon probably next episode we'll see but i have something fun to announce um mm just kind of throwing out that teaser there when will we get uh, some announce <laughs> probably probably next week we'll see depends oh, okay. how long it takes for me to edit this um and uh, it's related yeah, to what we've about talked it. about yeah i think oh, we've talked okay. about it a bit okay, off okay. yeah uh that's awesome i've just been playing more of the witcher 3 and, <laughs> and then of course our game pla- our game club game from like two weeks ago superland uh, Witcher awesome. 3 has totally like brought me in and I don't need to talk about it a ton but yeah I'm still super into it and also uh, I think uh, like if, if people don't know like you can download for PlayStation 4 or the PlayStation 4 um, version of Horizon Zero Dawn with like all the DLC and stuff so I downloaded that and I kind of want to play it because I haven't played it yet but mm-hmm. I also know if I leave the Witcher 3 at all right now I'm not going to get back into it I know it will it'll be just like every other time I started it up. So I'm really wanting to just I'm almost I thought I passed the story stuff I had gotten to before, but I guess I haven't because I definitely mm-hmm. remember a few things I did recently. So I'm I'm really wanting to get past where I definitely don't remember stuff and um mm-hmm. and and that would be really fun for me to actually be able to finish the game and say like I actually accomplished that one. Now I'm never going back to it because it's definitely not a game I want to play all the time. But so, like, I definitely want to use or uh, get into it as much as I can right now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, let's move right into Superland. Um, Actually, while you're talking, oh. I just remembered okay. that um, I played something else, which is uh, I've been playing through Persona 5 with Tesla for like months at this point because it's a long game. <laughs> um, but we finally finished like the main original 
uh, game, and they did, because I didn't get the third semester when I played Royal for the first time, and I was kind of pissed about that, because I didn't know I actually had to do extra stuff to get that, uh, but they did do it, and so now we're finally into that third semester content, which is all fresh and new to me, and like I was very skeptical going in of what that could be, because I love Persona 5's ending, and I think it's so perfect in what it leaves out in terms of an epilogue, um, but I completely retract that statement because what it does as a premise for the third semester is so smart and so brilliant and builds on the themes of the original game just mm. so, so well. Um, I won't say anything more than that because I don't want to even come close to spoiling anything because it's such a cool moment. Um, but but yeah, anyways, playing that, very good. I I dropped off that one again. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever beat that <laughs> one. I, I, there's a small yeah, chance for The Witcher, but I feel like that one is uh, always going to be a game that I go, I wish, I wish I, yeah. At the time, I wish I had the desire to play it. Um, but That's fair enough. Doesn't matter to seem to get its hooks in me, no matter how many t- tries I give it. So yeah, it's fair enough. Let's uh move into Superland now. If you don't have any more surprise games that you're just remembering you played, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's let's just go into um, our impressions of that. Um. I just have a few things to say, and that is, uh, there's definitely a vision for the game, and I I like that. Um, mm-hmm. I you know I actually had a fun time playing it. It was one of the. It's been a while since I played a game club game that actually I just had fun with. I wasn't like blown away in any way, but the loop of the game was something I was definitely in for at the time, and that mm-hmm. that being just you're this tiny miniature character i guess you're in this little kid's village he's created on the ground um and you're like this little like red almost like a stick figure it's not stick figure but that kind of a shape and uh you're Mm -hmm. walking around with this wooden sword and just get coins coins upgrade your character to where you can get a double jump or a triple jump or you know where you can run faster upgrade your damage and just going around getting coins some require you to have other upgrades so you're kind of doing this little loop of getting an upgrade so you can get more coins so you can get another upgrade that was fun for me the coin sound effect 100 percent ripped from mario <laughs> <laughs> uh the there's green pipes all over the place there are uh what was the other one uh where'd my go uh yeah there's the green pipe there's the coins and uh oh and then they say like it's dangerous to go alone take this and when they give you the sword at the beginning so yeah <laughs> all yeah. those things i was like this person clearly is a fan of nintendo and yeah. uh that's not a bad thing and if that inspires you to make a game i had fun with it and i probably won't go back um i got to the point where i upgraded my i got all the upgrades i could at the time from the first shop got a few barrels which unlock other upgrades and then kind of explored mm-hmm. the town did everything i could do there and then i got to some point where i like got lost and i just didn't know where i was and then there's all these guys shooting magic at me and i was like that's cool that's fine and like it wasn't a big deal but i didn't know where i was supposed to go and mm-hmm. so and at that point i kind of lost interest long and i had been playing for an hour at that point and just kind of mm-hmm. was like yep this is a good game i like this game i would i would say it's fine like i love that it's on game pass and like this is the kind of game that i would totally if i had kids and they were like you know whatever age you need to be to be able to understand what you're doing <laughs> then i would be like yeah, yeah yeah here play this game this is a fun little game for you so i don't know what did you think of it yeah so i so i opened it up 
I immediately disliked it, to be honest. Like, mm. But I had such a 180 with this game. I, I had a bit of an arc where, open up this game, I still stand by that. It does not look very good, and it has no charm whatsoever, in my opinion. Like, It really doesn't do anything to hook you in with its world or anything like that, or uh, like style. Um, but, and there's a big but, and that's that it is really fun and I think really, really well designed with its like levels and puzzles and stuff. Where, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, the loop you're talking about of basically all your upgrades are bought with coins, and there is a very set amount of coins around the map. So to get coins or to get upgrades, you need coins, and to get a lot of the coins, you need upgrades. So you know, you start out in the first area, you're just getting the ones on the ground or like at the spaces you can reach, mm-hmm. and then. Eventually, you kind of get all those by some upgrades and then are able to get different coins. And then so it's this cool loop of seeing something, being like, ah, I know I'll be able to get that eventually. And then eventually getting the upgrade and then the gears kind of turn to place. So like, oh, I see. Now I can get that. And then right. you go over there and then, yeah, like finding the golden barrels to upgrade more stuff. I thought was really fun. Um, it's, just, it's just a good loop. And I think the way that the puzzles and the levels all sort of like meld into each other in interesting ways. Like the fact that I spent... 45 minutes in a really small space as far as video games are concerned like i was just kind of in the same general small area going back and forth different puzzles in and around like it's just dense and i really like that type of level design um but yeah i mean it's definitely not an easy game to just like i don't, I don't it, it's really off-putting at first i guess like at least for me i just I, 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 I know what you mean I, it's it's a yeah. feeling it's a feeling you get you go in you're like I know what this is. <laughs> yeah, it, it it feels like someone's first game at totally. first, I guess. It does. And if, if... I, it, it could be someone's first game they published, absolutely, I don't know. But um, the game design does not feel like someone's first game. It does feel very, very well designed. It's just like in the art and the writing and mm-hmm. stuff, it, it does feel amateurish, I guess, and lacking in some charm. But, but I, I don't think that detracts. I mean, it does detract a little bit for me. That's why I likely won't go back. It's a perfect but, Game Pass game. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but yeah, it doesn't take away from how fun it is, and I do think it's quite fun. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, let's. Uh, we have a big chunk of stuff to talk through with the next yeah, part seriously. here, so let's just move right on. Um, we both gave give a sideways thumbs <laughs> for Superland. I'd give it one thumbs up. I'm I'd giving it, it a, I'm giving it whatever you do when your thumb is this way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks. Hey, they brought me a drink. Oh, nice. Uh, what an awesome one. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Knew she'd blush if I said that. Um, so anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go right into um, E3 predictions. That's what we wanted to talk about next. Um, kind of, actually, no. We're going to talk about like what we're excited for first. Let's talk about what we're excited for, and then go into predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like what are you excited for most? Uh, you know, E3 is going to be digital now. Uh, I guess there's not much to be excited for necessarily yet because we don't really know anything right now. But w- mm-hmm. you know, if if uh, I'm going to include Sony here, even though they're not part of E3, we know they'll have some kind of announcement around that time. So I'm sure yeah. from Sony, Microsoft, uh, Nintendo, and if there's a studio you are looking forward to hearing something from, uh, by all means, share. Um, but what are you looking forward to the most around this E3 time? You know, around June, everyone kind of gets their big announcements out. What are you looking forward to? Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess I'll just kind of go with the big three of what I am hoping they'll do and 
also kind of if I think it'll actually happen. So for, for Microsoft, I think the biggest thing I want to see is just Bethesda. Like the... I just want, they have so many studios now, and I feel like I'm saying this every year, but mm-hmm. like, what are your studios doing? Because just owning studios doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't mean anything until there's a game in, that I'm in my hands that I'm playing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I need to see actual games being played. Like, I, I want to see gameplay of these games, not just like logo reveals. Um, so I would love to see more of like Hellblade 2 and Perfect Dark and Fable, if that's ready. I don't think some of those games are ready for us to be seeing actual game yet um but i hope they are um (laughs) and then all their smaller studios too like i um from what double fine has been saying it seems like uh psychonaut 2 is going to be coming out this year so Uh i would like to see some more of that you know just just show us what you're making because you have so much sort of like potential energy right now and i want to see that released um and then also just like dump a bucket of games on game pass over my head like just <laughs> yeah, give me just a shit ton of that, that i should be excited for yeah um for sony i think just kind of keep doing what they've been doing like keep showing first parties and stuff like that one thing i would like them to at least talk about is i do think there is a bit of um a feature gap between the two consoles in terms of sony like i think sony does need to work on having an answer to smart um smart delivery and mm, yeah uh, totally totally a quick resume uh because those features are in my opinion kind of game changers with the the series x um and especially smart delivery because smart delivery is one of those things i don't think about ever and that is exactly why it's amazing like because whenever i hear people trying to play games and upgrade or whatever like the whole thing with tony hawk recently trying to get that like the new version of that to work on your ps5 properly like it just seems like a bit of a nightmare and i'm so glad i just never have to think about that at all um so i'd I'd love for sony to have some sort of answer to that and um that's kind of my big one with them for the games i not there's a lot of the games i'm not super excited for god of war 2 i'm excited for i'd like to see more of that maybe um and then for nintendo there's so much stuff for nintendo that we've seen but we haven't actually seen anything substantial for mm-hmm. like metroid prime 4 and bayonetta 3 i don't know if those exist anymore but i want to see them <laughs> yeah they better <laughs> you know they better <laughs> yeah yeah um breath of the wild 2 i feel like again i say this a lot but <laughs> but like i i want to see more of that give me your gameplay come on um now especially now that the mario 35th anniversary is over like i really want to see some focus put on zelda this year um and then again i don't think it'll happen but it'd be nice to see something about the new switch that we all know is coming at some point um yeah so that's that's kind of it for the big three what what about you yeah like i'll just do the big three as well um starting with microsoft again just like you did uh yeah with the amount of game studios that they have right now like you said uh i want to see what's coming I am a little bit, I'm actually probably a lot more patient right now than a lot of people when it comes to what is happening with your, you're a blue person. <laughs> I press the button on my, on my, uh, on my light. Just see so you turn blue over on the side there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, like with the studios, I'm totally patient. Like I, I, when I saw, we've seen a lot of stuff from last year that were all CG trailers, right? Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of, yeah, like you said, Fable. We have, you know, um, the one I was interested in, uh, Avowed. There was, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
now I'm blanking on the other ones. But yeah, you said a bunch of them. <laughs> you know, there's a bunch of, there's a lot of games being worked on. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, Hellblade 2. That's the other one that I'm like, that's another big one that I'm really looking forward to. And uh, I don't think any of those are going to be shown for gameplay. Um, I think that that was purely like a, almost like Bethesda showing Elder Scrolls 6. Like, yes, we're yeah, working on these that. or... Um, um, old Eternal Dark. Is that what it's called? What's it called? Perfect uh, Dark? Perfect Dark, thank you. Yeah. I've never played one of those games, but uh, people talk mm -hmm. about uh, Perfect Dark highly, so I would be excited to see something about that other than a CG trailer also. Um, but I would be okay if they say, hey, these were like, we're, we were just starting these projects just before the announcements last year, and then we had COVID. And now we're on year yeah, two of COVID. Yeah. And so for me... Um, even though I want to say, like, yeah, you've been talking about this forever. Show me what you got. I feel mm -hmm. like I, because, you know, the question is, well, when do you say, show me what you got? I feel like COVID's got to push it at least another couple years before, uh, it, which is unfortunate. And I don't want to say that, but I feel you're still going to have games come out, but you're not going to have that same, like, pacing and, and uh, yeah, polish unless you take your time with it. Um, so, um, whether that means, you know, it's thin for a while and then they start having like every month or every second month, they have a bunch of games coming out. I don't know. Um, but back to what I'm hoping for, I just want to see Halo Infinite. I want to see more on that. I want to see yeah, yeah, what too. did you do over this last year to really improve, not just the way it looks, but here's some cool things. Okay. Uh, here's some more campaign and now you can visually see how it's improved versus the campaign gameplay we showed you last year now we're also going to give and i maybe that's all they do for the e3 thing but i would be happy with that as long as they go here's also the dates for when we're going to do a multiplayer uh, showcase and we're going to do a forge showcase or we're going to show other game modes and i am uh one of like uh, i won't say the prediction anyways <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what i want is some halo stuff because i love halo but i didn't play halo 5 other than like through game pass ultimates like streaming to the phone just to try out a level and see how it played um mm -hmm. and i miss halo i miss playing with my brother i miss making maps and forge i actually loved that and loved making modes so i'm excited to learn anything about halo and i probably would have loved loved the game if it came out last year <laughs> to be honest mm -hmm. but um, i'm excited to see what they do differently so that's kind of if they show halo stuff i'll be happy from microsoft uh, I do think that they will have some surprises, though, and here's what's coming to Game Pass and all these other things. So that'll be cool. Um, Sony, even though I have a PS5, I barely ever touch the thing. And it's been my like Netflix streaming box for the last couple months. And I want, I love Demon's Souls, love it so much, but I don't want to play it right now. I've beaten it mm -hmm. <laughs> and I played through half of it a second time. Um, I played through smile uh, smiles <laughs> miles <laughs> i was gonna say spider-man miles, Mi <laughs> smiles morales man like uh, <laughs> car salesman that's his alter ego um so i played <laughs> i played that and beat it 100 percent. and then i played the original spider-man remastered for five and beat that almost 100 percent. and uh i've loved those games but i have no desire to go back to them because i played so much of them and so now I'm just waiting, like, what is the next you know, PS5 game that I want to play? Returnal today has made me think I might want to play that. I'm also mm, eyeing yeah. up Resident Evil Village. I can afford one game right now, 
which one do I choose? I'm leaning towards yeah, Resident yeah. Evil Village because it might be fun to stream and have some scares. But Returnal actually sounds a lot more fun than I thought. I've on the show talked about how I thought the special, the particle effects and all these things make it hard to see and stuff. But from the gameplay I've heard about you know, on people's previews and stuff, it sounds like a lot of fun. And I actually think I could have a lot of fun with that game. Um, just like mm-hmm. uh, I believe I will have a ton of fun with Hades when it, whenever I get to play that. Um, so for Sony... I definitely, uh, I wasn't even thinking about it until you brought it up, but I definitely would love to see some, here's what we're doing for uh, PlayStation Plus. You know, PlayStation Now is going away. It's <laughs> it's too confusing when you're telling your friend, you can get this subscription and you get free games, and you can get this subscription and you get free games. <laughs> Both of them are PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, come on. Like, you got to figure something out there. That's ridiculous. Um, and it better not be just, this uh whatever movie thing that they that was being shown on <laughs> twitter yesterday I think the fact that two of sony's services have the same acronym also does not help like the fact that psn it can be either playstation Network or playstation now you're right i, think, I didn't think of that <laughs> i think they gotta change the name do you have psn like, yeah yeah i do <laughs> yeah um yeah that's uh that's a good point um but yeah games wise I don't think it'll happen, but I I would be happy to see um I would I would be happy to see some gameplay from Horizon the uh, Forbidden West. Oh yeah. Um because again, like I, I said, I haven't played that game, but I I just don't know. I I don't know what they're going to I I feel like that's the best chance of a game coming out right now. Uh do you know when the Ratchet and Clank game finally comes out? The, it's like June, right? I think it's I think June. it's June as well, but I'm wondering if it's after E3 because if it's after E3, I could see them showing gameplay for that for sure. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Horizon's probably the best bet for what we'll see gameplay for. But uh, I, I, think I don't know. That's a good that, bet. That, I mean, it's been that, that'd make me happy. It's been four years since Horizon One. I feel like that's plenty time, especially given that it doesn't. From what we've seen in that first trailer, it doesn't look like a crazy overhaul of all its systems and graphics and stuff so mm-hmm. i i think i think there's a good chance we'll see something at e3 well i'm sure it's good no i think they're gonna overhaul some stuff for the ps5 version but it is on oh, ps4 sure. yeah. right but, but so... it's, it's the same engine is what i mean it's not gotcha. like yeah um on ps4 though so development could have been started a lot earlier right and and sure, uh, yeah. it, it is something that definitely could be coming out this year like they say it will so um, mm-hmm. I don't think God of War is coming out this year, so I would just be happy to maybe get some information, I guess, see some gameplay from Horizon, get some info on God of War of just purely, mm-hmm. here's what the world is, or what you kind of what like you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah, a cinematic trailer would be nice, not just the logo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then from Nintendo, I need I need Solid Breath of the Wild too. Uh, I'm totally there with you. Yeah, me too. We, <laughs> we've been waiting long enough. Um even if they don't show the console, I won't be disappointed. So just to be happy, if yeah, they show me yeah. Zelda, show me some gameplay, show me like show me why I should be ex- as excited as I already am with no information, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, let's uh, move into our predictions though for them, or just for E3, and then we can just throw Sony in there as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, as uh, I just talked for a bunch, so well, are you good with going first there? That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, I mean, with Microsoft, I think uh, for predictions, I don't know. I I don't really know what to predict with Microsoft. I mean, I know for a fact they're going to show a bunch of indie slash double A games and say, hey, this is all coming on Game Pass because that's what they've done in the past. 
And those generally seem to really vary as to what they are. Like, I don't really know what to expect for what's coming to Game Pass at this point. Especially after, like, fucking MLB The Show came to Game Pass. <laughs> like, it really, anything's on the table, it feels like, at this point. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm expecting a lot of that. I'm ex- hoping for info on, like, like I said, on first-party games. I think there's a good chance we will get some. I'm kind of tired of saying, this is the year, Microsoft, this is the one, because I'd say that every single year. And every single year, I'm like, "Ah, you know what? Next year. Next year is the one. So this time, I feel like I'm wanting to go in just, like, expectations low as possible. (laughs) On on all of them, really, because, like... I, I don't know. I, I I hope they show something cool, but I, I kind of don't expect it at this point. And I feel the same way about Nintendo. Like, I hope they show Breath of the Wild 2. Do I think they will? Eh, maybe. But I feel like, again, I've said that a lot, and every single time I've been burned, so I'm, I'm hesitant to say it this time. Um, for Sony, I feel like my biggest thing is I just wonder what they'll be doing, because they, I mean, aren't affiliated with E3, which isn't new. They haven't been in the past, but I, my guess would be like a state of play somewhere around that time period, like in that early June slot, maybe a little bit later, earlier, just they have their own time Mm -hmm. to shine. Um, And yeah, I mean, I I think we'll see more Ratchet if that lines up with the release. I think we'll see some Horizon, like you said. I think Horizon's a really, really safe bet. Um, The... Their release lineup is kind of... I can't think of other games than that. God of War, mm-hmm. I hope we get a cinematic. I don't think we will. Um, and then, yeah, same thing. Just a lot of like indies, double A's, with deals with Sony, whether it be timed exclusivity or whatever. Maybe something from Square. That would be cool to see on, on uh, Sony. Oh, maybe some of... Uh, I just, this just came to me now. What's the... The, the Project Athia. I forget its new name, though. Oh, I bet we'll see some of that. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, So, quickly, uh, June 11th is when Ratchet and Clank uh, Rift oh, Apart okay. come out. Um, Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm trying to remember now. What was this other game? This other one. I, I'm always bad with the names. I, I think it was called Forspoken. Yeah, Forspoken. That's what it was. Yeah, that would be fun to see. That would be uh, be exciting to find out a little bit more from that because it looked cool from what we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, Kenna Bridges, whatever that one is called, Kenna Bridges yeah, Spirits. Yeah, I hope we see some of that because uh, I don't know if there is Wikipedia initial release date August twenty fourth. So we might get something there. That'd be cool. I'd be happy with that too. So mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be sweet. Actually, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. So these two games in a weird fucking limbo right now, which is Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo um, as Thanks. games that are timed exclusive on Sony, mm. but now published by Microsoft. So my question is, um, I don't remember when Deathloop comes out, if it's before or after E3. Um, but Ghostwire Tokyo, I know, is not coming out in the next couple months. Oh, Deathloop so, is in May. I know that. but I'm... Okay, okay. Um, but for Ghostwire Tokyo, like, if they do show something at oh. E3 of that <laughs> game... I forgot I, could do, I forgot I got delayed. It's September 14th oh. for Deathloop. <laughs> oh, okay. Then, yeah. If, so if we see Deathloop or if we see Ghostwire... Will it be shown at Sony's or will it be shown at Microsoft's? Mm. That's the question. Or I guess, well, Bethesda, they were kind of saying, was going to be like stapled onto the end of Microsoft's, right? Where it'd be 
the Microsoft presentation now sort of flow into Bethesda. So I don't, I don't know. Would, would Sony still want that to be part of their show, even though it has the Xbox brand on it? Or would, yeah, I don't know how that would go down. Yeah, that's a, that is interesting. I, I love that you're thinking of that because, yeah, the, even just having the Xbox logo pop up at the PlayStation event would be hilarious to me. It would yeah, be, yeah. be wild. Um, I, I don't think, I think, isn't there a Bethesda event that's separate from Xbox? I feel like that could be why, there, or that could be part of mm-hmm. that. They have their Bethesda event, and it's not the Xbox event, mm-hmm. has the Xbox logo. Sony's not upset about it. Kind of do mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I don't know if Ghostwire's Tokyo is ever going to come out. I don't think that's a game that's going to actually be a thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, doing a quick little look here, I don't see any any videos or, uh, later yeah. than June 11th, 2020. So yeah, and then it's creative director left, and yep, I've never heard too. anything since then. I have, yeah, <laughs> so we, I, I so feel similarly. I was never excited for it um, because I didn't know enough, and just the quick clips that mm-hmm. I saw weren't that interesting to me. So um, it's not Honestly, a loss for I was, me, but it's too bad for people working on it. I was just more excited about the game's director than the game itself, <laughs> just because I thought that she had such a fun energy. Like I loved whenever yeah. she's on stage, <laughs> so I love seeing anything about that game. But like. Now that she's gone, I, I I genuinely feel my my enthusiasm for the game waning pretty quickly. Yeah, you need to have people that excited. So, anyways, yeah. we're just talking about with things that we kind of could see happening. Um, mm-hmm. Are you you haven't talked about Nintendo? Oh yeah, into... for, I think for Nintendo, I I don't know. I think they'll show some indies. I think they'll show some third party things. Maybe we'll see some one of the like B tier Pokemon games, some new info on that. Um, I I'm not really expecting anything from Nintendo, and that's just because Nintendo always disappoints me. To be honest, like I but that's because we're N- Zelda fans. Know. We're not Nintendo fans. Like I I'm, I feel I'd like say so I'm... much of what they so much of what they show isn't even like Nintendo stuff. A lot of the time, though, it's just it's like all kind of not very exciting third-party stuff but you've from, said from right what I see. Yeah, correct me if i'm wrong but you don't like pokemon you don't like mario That's you like true, zelda yeah. though and like those are mm-hmm. like in my opinion the three biggest things um what, mm-hmm. what are what's your feeling on metroid i have never really asked you directly about that one i like metroid i i, I wouldn't say i'm a super fan but right. i i like it enough like yeah, i was so, excited about prime 4 for zelda stuff Bert, like you're gonna be disappointed probably at least two out of every three years <laughs> yeah yeah right if you're counting like even the remakes and all the other stuff to be excited for and mm-hmm. and i'm i'm right there with you like i don't know if i ever jump out of my seat over a mario game or a pokemon thing but uh yeah but like for zelda stuff i will cry and you, you're the same way like we're like oh, it's yeah. so awesome it's beautiful in zelda you know but yeah uh, yeah but um yeah for people like us and want a new like console release we're waiting we're pulling out the master sword and <laughs> waiting seven years before we yeah. get another Zelda game. Right. So, um, yeah, I understand that. Um, well, are you done with the, your predictions? Cause I'll just go yeah, into mine. That's it for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, like I'm totally, uh, predicting that we're going to see a, uh, where do I have it here? Sorry. I had a different document. Um, I think we'll see a release date for Atomic Heart. That's a game that I've been interested in and wondering about mm. for a long time. I'm going to put her up in the background here. Um, this game looks beautiful, and I really get Bioshock vibes from it. 
so obviously as mm -hmm. someone who's a huge bioshock fan i'm very much interested in this world interested in this game uh interested in just wanting to play it and learn more about it um so right now we've just gotten a few trailers like, there was a trailer that came out um i want to say a month ago like not terribly long ago uh, mm -hmm. so i feel like there's a good chance that i could see some gameplay and i think they've shown this at an xbox event so i could see this being at the xbox event and just be like okay finally mm -hmm. we have a trailer of when this is coming out um and i'm just yeah i'm really excited to find out more about it um i'll just stop that though now and my other uh another prediction i have for the xbox event is that i do think at the xbox event we are going to see elden ring um i think it's finally time and i'm going to i'm going to predict it at every event so i don't care i'll be ready eventually <laughs> guys um Elden Ring. Well, the more you I say it, see the it. more you will it into existence. That's the thing. I'm going to go. Keep saying it; it'll happen. Right after this, I'm going to the bathroom, closing my eyes, and and turning off the lights, and just chanting Elden Ring three times, <laughs> hoping that makes it appear. Um, I also, uh, I think that uh, we'll get a release date for 12 minutes. That would be really Ooh, nice, and so. I'm really hoping so. That would be fantastic. Um, I want. I mean. This was a want, not a not a prediction. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, I do think I predict that we're going to get information on a Halo. I'm going to commit to it. Battle Royale. Um, everyone's talking about it. They said that they're not doing it. They said that it's not going to be ready for release, but they said that before the original release. I'm wondering if mm -hmm. over this next year, if they've been working on something in the background, because I do think that's a perfect series to do a Battle Royale. I know that everyone's doing it and all that stuff, but it doesn't have to be the only mode. You can still have your other, your Slayer, your Capture the Flag, your other yeah. modes. And uh, just having a, oh man, with Forge and the fact you can make your own game modes and your own maps and then be able to do that with a Battle Royale like that in the Halo universe with like Needler and boom shot or whatever weapons they got oh i i would be so excited man i would spend so many hours in that so i think that they are going to be like even if they don't show it they'll be like yeah and we're also working on this um and you'll get to see it whenever so that's what that's one of my more crazier predictions of what i think would be shown because i think there's like it's 50 50 like you could see that happening you could also see it just no they're not doing that mm -hmm. um from sony i <sighs> I don't really have much in terms of predictions from them. I, <laughs> they... I feel like Sony's just kind of predictable. Like any prediction <laughs> I say on them would just be like, I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, ooh, I got a new one. I just thought of right now. Okay, Xbox One. They're gonna reveal the Xbox Elite version three controller. I hope so. That I really hope so. So that'll be that'll be awesome when they do that. And my prediction is real. Uh, and it's gonna have a. Uh, this HD rumble or haptic feedback Ooh, feature to yeah. it. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say it's going to have adaptive triggers though. Mm, yeah, yeah. I I think I said a while ago I have been I want to get an elite controller, but I don't want to get a series two just mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I feel so strongly that they're going to make a series three, and I want to get the controller that's made for this generation and. I am definitely not the only person with that sentiment out there. So I think it would be very, very smart of them to release a Series 3 sooner rather than later. And yeah, I think having some form of HD rumble, um, yeah, I agree. I don't think they need um, 
the adaptive triggers. Um, but especially since that would be like a weird development thing for devs where they'd have to develop features for two different controllers on the same on console. The one console. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I don't totally. see them doing that. Yeah. But, have, but having a nicer feeling rumble would go a long way, I think. And Oh, yeah. Because you could just yeah. take a game that you already were making for ps or maybe you have a feature you already have on the ps5 version you could just patch that i i, I don't know yeah. how it works but i imagine you could just patch it into a controller feature that you have on your ps5 version of your game you put it into the mm. xbox version now it's a toggle turn it on or off and if you have the mm -hmm. controller it work um i also predict that they're going to show or bring back the uh the custom what i don't remember what it's called but like the their what, site for lab, yeah, yeah their design lab thank you uh, for customizing the controllers i think they'll be like here's the new version of this and here's how it works and possibly let's merge those together let's just go wild here and say what if you could design your version 3 elite controller Ooh, I you have your so. basic really, one really so. you have your elite one and you can customize that that would be pretty dope i would love that i feel like i'd be more likely to spend that extra money on elite controller yeah for sure mm -hmm. if it if it felt like my elite controller. give me diamond triggers and i'll be excited <laughs> <laughs> spend more on that than my wedding ring um <laughs> uh so yeah i mean that's pretty much it for microsoft and sony um for nintendo i they're net they're so unpredictable they never do what you expect yeah. on one hand yeah. on one hand you see people going why are they getting rid of mario 35th anniversary they're leaving money on the table they why would they not you know want the money right and then people mm -hmm. go they're not making a Mario Kart 9 because Mario Kart 8 is still selling. They're making lots of money with it. So my prediction, they're bringing back Mario, Mario Kart 9. And uh, did I say Mario Party or Mario Kart? You said both. <laughs> oh, damn it. I meant Mario Kart for both of those things. <laughs> Anyways, I think that uh, they're not... I think that regardless of the fact that Mario Kart 8 is selling well, I think they're going to bring back Mario Kart 9 and they're going to have more plans for it and supporting it and stuff for the future and uh mario kart ultimate whatever you want to call it and it'll uh be back for this uh this uh and i i just think that that's what's going to happen um obviously no harm if i'm wrong but that's going to be my wild <laughs> prediction because uh i do i predict that zelda is going to be there but i don't know if i feel like that's a really a prediction I, that's pretty they said that we're going to get info later in the year i feel like that's the later in the year that they're talking about mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. That's that's it for me. Stuff. All right. Um. Good. Good predictions. Happy with that. With uh. Say. Um. Let's move on into Apex Legends. There was a trailer recently. Zig. Um. Do you want to kind of take this one and run with it? I can throw the trailer in the back. Yeah. Here. Yeah. So a little bit ago, they put out like one of their Tales from the Outlands story trailers for the new character that's coming in uh valkyrie i believe her name is um and she looks very cool i'm excited about her um they're tying in a lot of titanfall 2 story into here and that makes me very happy like she's basically the daughter of the coolest boss that you fight in titanfall 2 um which is an interesting thing and it's a bit of like a revenge story of her dad who you killed which i, I think is a, a really cool way to sort of tie that in as a character um and her kit basically is just the North Star Titan, but in a person, <laughs> which is an interesting way of doing things, like complete with the jetpack and everything. Um, so, yeah, I wonder how she'll work. It does 
seem an awful lot like she can fly. I don't know how they'll implement that, but hopefully it's Yeah, that's the interesting thing, right? Like, broken. what are they showing in this trailer, right? Are they showing some of the abilities, or is this just for, you know, um, cinematic Usually flair? that's what they do. Yeah, usually when they show characters in trailers like this, they're kind of teasing the kit a little bit. Yeah, they're showing everyone else um, here using their abilities, so... Huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so the trailer you're showing now, they mentioned this a little bit before, but they're adding a whole new game mode into Apex Legends oh, yeah. that is not a Battle Royale mode. Um, I think it's called Arenas or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think that. you're right. Yep, Arenas. Yeah, and they're, again, tying it more into Titanfall 2 lore with one of the characters in that game sort of running uh, that show because <laughs> it's with all the lore shit that's happening it's it's cool um my hope for that and maybe this is boring but i <laughs> genuinely hope that it's just titanfall multiplayer but with like <laughs> legends and all the added smoothness and stuff in apex legends especially since they have code in this game for stuff like wall running and double jumping um that they've had in some of the seasonal events so if it is just that like it's basically just pilots and titans. <laughs> that and that would sort of be thing. awesome. But, but with legends in. and with a little bit of like Overwatch style sort of team play in it. Yeah, but what does I that mean for you? Be, I think that would be fucking awesome, dude. I would be so happy. Like, no, but I, what does it mean? Because if, let's say, okay, let's say you're right. Let's say it's a Titanfall mm -hmm. multiplayer match kind of thing. You get titans. Is, are all the characters not going to have a personal abilities, and, but their titans are going to be like unique to the different characters? Or oh, is cool. it going to be a bit mix of both, where you have your, like, your personal abilities and the titans have their abilities? That's how you have a bit of a chance against the titans? Or is it going to be, you know, just not titans? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That would be interesting if they did it where every character had its own titan, I think. You have Mirage, you have this cloning titan, or has some weird ability that's kind of related to that, right? I don't know. That'd be kind of mm -hmm. neat. I imagine that's a lot of work, though. I don't know. I, I don't know what uh, yeah. they're ready or capable of. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely hope that you are just playing your legends with all their abilities on the ground. I If there is Titans in the game, that'd be awesome. I don't know what that'll look like. I don't. Maybe it'll just be more, more of a straight port from the Titan system in mm. TF2. That'd be kind of cool. Um, and sort of, again, part of what that means to me is that means we're definitely not getting Titanfall 3 anytime soon, if that's the case, because that means that they have sort of given up on making another suite of Titanfall. They're just implementing it into Apex. And I don't know if that's the worst. Like, I really, really want a Titanfall 3, but I don't think it's realistically something that we're going to get. So if I can get more Titanfall multiplayer, I'll take it in any form that I can at this point. I I'm just happy to see it. So, so, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what it is. There is, again, a huge chance it is nothing related to Titanfall multiplayer. And I think that's very likely that it will also be like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, the reveal is on the 28th, right? Or the 26th? 26th. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching that live. I'm, I'm excited to see what it looks like. Yeah, I, I think that uh, something worth mentioning is I even if they don't, I think it's just a matter of time before, say, Call of Duty um, or some franchise takes advantage of the fact that they have a platform with millions and millions of people that have this thing downloaded and millions of active users all the time. 
And if you already have mm -hmm. that ecosystem and you want to make a story piece of content or you want to make a multiplayer mode or a multiplayer game, why, if you can, why not just add it on as another mode to this thing that everyone's going to see? Even if you mm -hmm. want to charge for it, but you charge it as less than a full get price game DLC mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it, right? Some expansion thing. If, if they released a story mode or a Titanfall 3 for it, or they released a just the multiplayer where you, you're pilots and titans, none of the heroes, none of the legends, or some mix in there or whatever, that would be super fun. And I think it would be... I, I was going to say, I think it would be more successful by launching it on Apex Legends platform than just as a standalone game for people to agree, buy. Yeah. And I think that, that there's value in that now. And I think it's crazy that that's kind of where we are. And I personally think that's what they need to do with like Call of Duty moving forward with like Warzone and multiplayer and stuff. I think it just needs to be all this mm -hmm. one thing. And then you're like, okay, do you want the story content for the next Call of Duty? You're paying 40 bucks or whatever it is. And yeah. um, I think that's kind of where it's going to go. But I'm curious to see if the Apex Legends does it first or who does it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would love that, honestly, if they just added in a cool sort of Titanfall-style campaign right into Apex. Yeah, like a DLC expansion type thing. Super down for that. Um, but yeah, I think this looks a lot more exciting than last season did to me. Um, Apex tends to have sort of like main seasons and filler seasons. Last season definitely felt like a filler season but this one does seem to be like a main season like we're getting a whole new game mode they seem to really be throwing it all in with this character and all the mm -hmm. lore they're adding um and that makes me happy I, I like seeing respawn firing at full cylinders me too i if it's depending on what they show i might be jumping and getting really into that game again because I, I, mm -hmm. I haven't played yeah, apex yeah. legends in forever but but uh mm -hmm. something new could definitely bring me back yeah, for sure. Well, let's move on into uh, uh, the second to last segment of our show for today. Um, we're just going to go right into our top, our favorite 50 games of all time. This week, we're on to number 38. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk about this one. This one's uh, definitely going to be a surprise for some people. Definitely not on some people's 100 <laughs> list. Uh, but I really love Prey. The remake, the one that <laughs> Arcane did. I'm a huge fan of Arcane, and uh, and Deathloop will just be another awesome game that they make, right? Um, but yeah, Prey, in my opinion, is the perfect space Bioshock. It it totally Fuck takes yeah. a lot from it, and it the the story it has a good twist, and even if you expect it, that's fine. It's still a fun twist, and just to have it confirmed, you're that was nice that was fun um it has multiple endings based off moral choices that you do it has mm -hmm. uh weapons that upgrade abilities that upgrade kind of like plasmids and the weapons that you use in bioshock you have different ways of encountering scenarios if you choose to upgrade your character with like alien uh dna or alien like characteristics then turrets and other security measures around the ship and the space like station or whatever is going to are they're going to start to think you're an alien they're going to shoot at you if you choose to upgrade just purely as like a human and just maybe get some enhancements like that are cybernetics then the turrets can be used as an ally and you can kind of hack them and use them towards shooting other aliens and and i think there's so much value in being able to play through a, a single player story game differently multiple times to 
I feel like that's extremely fun because um, you and me, we're huge Zelda fans, but you could play through Twilight Princess <laughs> or, or Wind Waker multiple times and you're going to be doing the same dungeons in the same order and pretty much yeah. doing the same puzzles the same way every time. So I think that there's like a lot of value in a single player game encouraging you to play differently on your next run. And um, yeah, the game just has that creepy vibe. Like there's definitely times where I would jump because the, the music and the sounds of the aliens and just not <laughs> knowing where they are, things just happen at the perfect time and you just you jump out of your seat. Um, the mimics, of course, they're they're scary. You see a little mug rolling across the ground and you're like, oh, I think you're the fake thing. And you shoot at it and it just breaks like a normal mug. And then something <laughs> jumps from the side and gets you in the face. So like that game, it's creepy, but it's not, uh, I wouldn't call it a horror. Um, mm -hmm. but it but it really makes you think about how you want to level up your character, how you want to progress through an area, has those things where this place is locked for now, you need to go back there later if you want to get some extra loot and you know, increasingly difficult enemies, great story, and uh definitely a game I'd recommend to anyone who hasn't played it but was interested and maybe was turned off by people who said, Oh, it's not that great. Um, because I do think this game like a lot of arcane games have, are underestimated in how fantastic their level design is, how fantastic their gameplay is. Um, the first, if you are interested in it, uh, if you're interested in it at all, please play it for a half an hour. The beginning, if the beginning doesn't make you go, whoa, no way, that's crazy. That's super cool. And you thing, don't yeah. have that spoiled for you, play it and, and just experience that. It's, it's on Game Pass. You can play it for like 15 bucks or if you're, if you're a Canadian like me. Um, mm -hmm. Like, it's totally worth it. You got to play it. So that's my game. That's my number 38. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's been one of those that's been on my backlog for absolutely forever. And before I was like, I don't know if I'll like super get into it. So I don't want to spend the money on it. Mm -hmm. And then now it's on Game Pass. And I was kind of like, ah. I, I don't have an excuse. But like, I don't know. It's just all the stuff comes up. But it's, it's one of those oh, I'll get to someday because it yeah everything you're saying is exactly why i'm attracted to it 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 looks super neat what's um, yours so yeah my 38th favorite game of all time is forza horizon 4 and um you might notice that's four instead of the other four in the series and that's because they're all kind of the same game to be honest they're they're very very similar but each one just gets progressively significantly better so I didn't really feel a reason but the previous three on here. Four is the best in the series, in my opinion. Um, what, a, what a good fucking game. It is, like, the perfect sort of... It's not quite a game. It's more of a social platform thing for me. Mm. Where I, I play the game by myself sometimes. Because I do think it's fun tuning up cars and driving around. Just kind of chilling out, zoning out, listening to the radio, whatever. Um, but mainly when I'm playing it, it's just me and a friend. And we're just talking and like well, oftentimes we won't even be racing we're just like driving around together like bumping into each other i remember owen and i were playing that game once and we spent probably close to three to four hours in that game in like one area where there's all these jump ramps and we we're basically figuring out how to like exploit bugs in the game's physics engine to do these weird super tight like barrel rolls um <laughs> where like if you steer off at just the right second the like weight of the car kind of gets fucked up and it just goes like and does this do weird tight roll. little spin 
And then, well, then we started thinking like, oh, I wonder if I could do this in like a semi truck. So we'd go and then sort of manage to do it with that. Like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> and then eventually we're like, okay, hey, what if we like came at it and then did like a 180 drift and then 180 the other way and then like went around you and then went backwards on the ramp and then did this cool barrel roll. And they're like figuring out how to do like increasingly complex and wild tricks while it's just like laughing and talking about shit and having a good time. <laughs> and that, that night was just like the quintessential why I love this game experience because I have done every race in the game which is a big feat for the record there's a lot of meat in these games um they're kind of infinite um and i feel like i've done most of the base content in the game so we kind of start to run out of shit to do but the game does such a good job of still allowing you to find shit to do that isn't the main races and it's still awesome they've added in custom tracks in this game now where you can make these weird like gta 5-esque like sky races or just make your own regular ground races which means the game is literally infinite because there is an infinite number of user generated tracks Mm -hmm. um and like there's just so many cars all of them are fun all of them feel unique they have a lot of like weird dumb like funny cars that i like to overtune and make just stupid to drive around like uh the that old like reliant super van with the three wheels Mm -hmm. my favorite thing every time i get a forza horizon game i always (laughs) tune that up to be way too fast (laughs) so you go around and try to corner it just immediately rolls over on its side it's it's dumb I, i i i love it so much it's it's just raw fun it's so good that's the kind of like youtube videos that you see that are eight seconds long with the title called three and it's just a three-wheeled vehicle just flying and then going off a ramp and flipping on its side <laughs> exactly yeah but, but yeah that's cool solid game yeah i i could never get into like via like any games with vehicles in it uh, unless it's like mm. an accessory to murder or something like that oh. <laughs> uh but like i i don't know i could never get into them um but that's cool mm. that they like, having a social it, it almost being like a social platform is fun Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I quite like driving games, and I would definitely say Forza is my driving game of choice, and I think Forza Horizon is just more fun than motorsport, and 4 is the best of that series, so by that regard, I think Forza Horizon 4 is the best game, the best racing game I have played, at least. Um, Mario, Mario Kart Double Dash, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well let's move on i have opinions on mario kart i will not share right now <laughs> no i know it's a bunch of bull crap um but anyways uh let's move on to our game club game for the week uh this week we're going to be playing pathway it's all available on game pass as always um or so far as always and uh <laughs> you know uh i just thought this game looked somewhat interesting looks almost I, I don't really know much about it so i mean that's kind of the point of game club so uh, we'll come back next week and we'll check that out. Um, and uh, with that, we're just going to kind of end the episode here. Uh, if you really liked our discussion today, please you know like the video, subscribe, leave a comment. I, I love to read them, see what people have to say. And uh, yeah, follow, check us out in the links below. Um, we really appreciate you watching this far. And uh, Zig, do you have anything to plug at the end here? Uh, I don't think so. I've I've been streaming bug snacks i will likely continue to stream bug snacks so you can keep watching that um but uh i don't think much other than that all right awesome well everybody have a great day and we'll see you next week bye keep peeking that screen